0: guys, this is Jackie Cooper from Jay Cooper Travels and today I am so excited to have Wilma on. I have been talking with her for a number of months and I've been waiting for this day because I am in love with what she does. Uh, Wilma actually is a, uh, an entrepreneur that has many hats, which we're going to talk about today, but she makes baklava, and I just love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And um, would you like to um, share a little bit more about your journey and how you ended up um, being a creator of baklava? You know, such a mouth-watering pastry. <laughs>
1: well, first of all, thank you, Jackie, for asking me to be on your podcast. You honor me by the request. Um, my business it's it's actually been a bit of a journey with the baklava Uh, my husband is greek i am not i came kind of what older people call a Heinz 57 and the reason that i look so old, look like i do is that i do have some native american in me so it makes me gives me the dark hair but in complexion but uh my husband and i married originally in a protestant church but then we moved when as we moved around we finally lived in a city where there was a Greek Orthodox Church. And so when we joined the church, uh, one of the old women said to me, you know, you white girls joined this community, but you don't know how to cook. Well, I was a homemaking teacher for crying out loud. I knew how to cook. And I refused to let myself get um, insulted because Greek ladies are known for being very straightforward. So uh, she says, you come to my house, I'll teach you how to cook. And I went to her home the lady was using tablespoons, teacups, saucers, salad plates to measure ingredients, and she would say, "Now you mix it like this, and you wait until it looks like that." And it really was an interesting example of how you you see it coming. Uh, I told my husband as I was telling, using the recipes. Of course, his mother had taught me a lot about the Greek cooking, but uh, he said these are off the boat recipes, Wilma. He said you'll not find these in any recipe book they are the real stuff and so i have a wonderful background of off the boat recipes and my baklava is an off the boat recipe um i had been going to a little church that was close to here that was not an orthodox church and you know it's one of those deals where you have church or you have between church and sunday school there's a time whenever the adults get together drink coffee and we all bring our own little goodies and so when it came my turn i thought, okay i'll just bring the baklava so I brought Baklava, one of the old Texas oil men around here. He came up to me and he he he'd retired from the oil business. And he said, you need to sell this stuff. And I said, no, I don't. This was not a commercial venture for me. And he said, you need to sell it. And I'm taking what's left and sending it to my friend down in Texas. Well, I get a call from the guy for next week. He says, Well, my honey, I need, I'm sending you a check for $50. And I need some more of that back lava. And I said, well, I don't do that. For the checks and the own sweetheart. Send me the stock. Well, I was complaining to a friend of mine, and she she was in real estate, and she said, "Well, while you're baking for him, would you mind baking for me?" And I thought, "Oh, here we go." But I ended up baking for her and a bunch of her realtor friends for quite some time. And the business itself just really I didn't do anything to make it grow. And finally. Um, one year around Christmas time, several of my friends came to me and said, well, we really want to do this. And we'd like to have you enter the bake sale and all that stuff. So I got that going there. But then about 10, 12 years ago, whenever networking really started to be the thing to do, however you built your business, the uh, I was networking. And a friend of mine said, well, don't you sell baklava? And I said, no, I don't. That's not what I'm going to do. And she said, just do this. Just network it and see what happens. Well, the business tripled in two years. And I primarily do my business through networking. I don't do business with the people that do business with the health department because I'm a cottage industry. So therefore, uh, I can't go to the supermarkets, the coffee shops and all that kind of thing. Occasionally, I'll have caterers that I can sell to, but for the most part, I've built my own. It's, I have email, I have an email uh, customer bank And while I'm baking, I've just launched my baking for the fall this last weekend. And while I'm baking, I'll get about 250 to 300 dozen in the freezers. And about the 1st of November, I send out what I call a dear baklava fan letter. (laughs) And it's just like, we've been cooking, we've been baking. It's in the freezers. Tell me what you want. I take orders in advance. You can tell me today what you want and I'll ship it the 15th of December, whenever you want me to. And we, we actually will pack it. If you, if you contact me and tell me, okay, I need six boxes of to these fixed addresses, put this on the card, send it on the 5th, or the, the 5th of December. We send it, we do all that kind of stuff. We, you either get a credit card for us or we bill you and And uh, we have it taken care of. And I have a number of customers that have said they used to tear their hair out trying to figure out what to do for Christmas. And now they do is send me an email with addresses and what to put on the cards we package shipping ship it and they I send them a bill and uh, that's primarily what our business is all about it's a happy business it's, it's
0: definitely a happy business and you know in this virtual world that we live in today it is it's so nice to be able to uh support you know support you and your business and know that it gets shipped out and and other people smile and enjoy <laughs>
1: we definitely tickle the palate.
0: Yes, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Now, I know that um Oh, just for those in, those individuals listening to the podcast and the YouTube channel, especially if you're driving, you don't have to worry about um, the contact information. It's going to be in the text above the box for both the YouTube as well as, you know, for the podcast. So there'll be ways that you'll be able to reach Wilma and enjoy your baklava for sure. Um, but I also know that you are involved in a lot of different businesses. Um, I mean, your background is very diverse. Um, I know that um, you are are involved with Mary Kay, and you've done a number of other things in your life. Do you wanna share um, some of the things that you've done because you are very inspiring, your whole story.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Well, my Mary Kay business is one that I've been in for 40 years. I left my teaching career when we moved. We're in Colorado right now, so I left my teaching career when we moved to Colorado and I needed some need means of income. And I'd always wanted, because of my dad being an entrepreneur, he'd me to do the same thing. I uh, thought, okay, maybe this is my opportunity. So I worked in corporate America for about three years and found out what I didn't want to do for the rest of my life Yep. and uh, decided to launch to, well, I was already a Mary Kay consultant because uh, that was what I started when we moved here. And, um, I, I uh, worked to get myself as a Mary Kay director. And then for the next 34 years, I was a Mary Kay director. Um, and I'm one of those that I just believe if you're gonna do it, do it right. So I've been in the court of sales with the National, National Mary Kate for the last 29 years. And it's just, it's been so good for our family because it's been the stabilizing factor, believe it or not. you know People say, oh, that's one of those, those uh, home party things or that's network marketing. Well, you can call it what you want to. If you work and apply yourself, it will work people say oh i tried that it didn't work and i always think to myself because you didn't work anything will work whenever you just work if you really believe in what you do and you love what you do you'll never work another day in your life
0: i agree with you totally i agree with you totally i know that you and i have talked about the fact that um the what is what in the past was considered non-traditional businesses now are considered more traditional because of the fact that, um, multi-level or network marketing businesses were home based, but now everyone is home based. So, you know, it's becoming a lot more acceptable for individuals to, um, use the internet or network with other individuals. And the, um, even my travel business is a, as a network marketing business. And so I totally respect that. And I also respect what you're saying about application because no matter what business you're in, traditional or non-traditional. If you don't apply yourself, it won't work. So, you know, the principles that you talk about, they apply to every part of our life. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So I do your best, just do your best and the rest will come.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. The other thing um, that I want to bring up, I don't want to forget is you were talking to me about this really cute name of this group. I think if I remember correctly, it's the polka dot powerhouse. Can you, can you tell me more? Because I am fascinated with all the different groups that are out there. And, um, I really like the vision and the message of this one. So can you share a little bit about that?
1: Well, this was put together by a lady who lives, I believe she lives in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. But she and her sister had been really close friends. Their parents were gone. She lost her sister and she realized that she, she just didn't have enough friends. And for the life of me, I don't know how she managed to get all this engineered. But this was like six, maybe seven years ago that she did this. And she started with herself and just her little circle. And now there's like 3,200 of us throughout the United States. And there are polka dot powerhouse chapters everywhere and those that don't live close to a polka dot powerhouse chapter can go on and be a part of what they call the worldwide chapter it's that particular group is definitely on zoom but with the covid situation like it is uh, a lot of people are on zoom many of the chapters are going back to in person but um it's just and it's it's um it's just it's a lot the same principles that i've grown up with treat people the way you want to be treated and we're in this together to help each other and we've worked. How can I support your business? How can I help you? Um, it's just, um, it's just, a, it, my husband asked me, he said, what is that? And I said, it's a girlfriend's club. <laughs> it's basically, so I, I found it through uh, the website, just www.poka.powerhouse.com. And it's, it's just, it, I've made so many friends throughout the United States, just zooming with each other. <laughs> Um,
0: That sounds great. Well, I want to thank you both for sharing your baklava and I can't wait to try some to also share information about Mary Kay. That's a great opportunity and I support all different businesses Um, and also talking about the polka dot um powerhouse uh club because that's a group that I had not even heard about before so um I also wanted to share with everyone this is part one of the podcast with Wilma we're about to go on to do a second part which is going to be a little bit about travel which is close to my heart and I know that that she's traveled as well so definitely remember to subscribe uh to the podcast and um check out the next section, which is podcast two about travel. Thank you so much for being on this. I look forward to talking with you again. Hi guys, this is Jackie Cooper from Jay Cooper travels. And today I am super excited to have a Smitty on the line and while um today we're going to be talking about how nascar um and um his organization has actually helped children around the country with um dreaming and being able to um really be inspired while they're at a hospital um i know that um There are over a thousand hospitals across the United States and the dream racers have been placed in um, close to 81 of those hospitals and there's still a long way to go. Um, Smitty, why don't you introduce yourself while I get our film up that we're going to share with everyone and that way everyone can learn more about what you've been doing and your background uh, and all the exciting things.
2: Okay. Uh, My name's uh, Smitty. It's Mark Smith. Everybody calls me Smitty. Uh, been, been racing and doing race cars for NASCAR teams for 30 years. Uh, during the course of that, uh, I had an occasion to retheme some McDonald's stores and, uh, long story short, uh, come up with a a little, little race car and, uh, it evolved from a restaurant with a happy meal tray, to the dream racer that we place in children's hospitals. Uh, It also went from a steering wheel didn't do nothing and a seat that wasn't padded to a real race car seat, steering and pedals, PlayStation, DVD player, uh, TV, monitor, uh, safety harness, window net, spoiler splitter, real race car, except Kids sit there and, and, a, and take their chemotherapy and other treatments with the built-in IV pole and oxygen bottle. So they roll it from room to room. Uh, the IV pole is hooked to the kids. Uh, they're, they're getting their oxygen, and they travel to the OR or wherever they need to go in a dream racer, and uh, takes all takes all the anxiety out of it, takes all the fear out of it, a little girl come in kicking and screaming for a kidney biopsy uh, played in the Dream Racer told her mom on the way home she'd be glad when she come back for another uh, visit so she could play in the Dream Racer so it just just turned out to be an amazing tool uh, and it turned out to be that way by accident (laughs) it's not what, what our original intentions were but my doctor had a lot to do with it. Uh, I had a lot of advice and, uh, and he pointed me in the right direction. So
0: that sounds great. I would like us to watch, um, this short little film, which really explains a lot. Uh, it's called unveiling the Chad, uh, dream racer. Do you want to give us any little history about what we're about to watch?
2: Well, this uh, video that you're, you're going to watch is actually made by the, uh, Children's Hospital at Dartmouth—that's what Chad means. Uh, they made the video. The, the Child Life Specialist, uh, the nurses, the play therapist, and uh, Speedway Children's Charities donated two Dream Racers up there, and uh, and Cheryl applaud. Uh, she's uh, Speedway Children Charities. Uh, president there at uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway and uh, they bought the dream racer and uh, they made the video. So this tells you that they tell you how much they like it.
0: So. All right, let's go. Let's give a listen. And that way we can see how we can help you um, create some more dream racers for other children's hospitals around the country. All right, let's see what's up.
2: Thanks.
3: Here they come to the start finish line again. I'm Sharon Brown from the Children's Hospital at Dartmouth Hitchcock, and we are so thrilled to have so many folks here today. And it's my pleasure to introduce Cheryl LaPrott, who's the director of Speedway Children's Charities, the New Hampshire Motor Speedway edition. And we're just thrilled to have Cheryl, who's a dear friend and a wonderful partner and colleague. And Cheryl. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you all for being here. This is a really special day for all of us, and we're glad you could join us. Um, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about Speedway Children's Charities. Uh, It was started in 1982 by Bruton Smith, um, who is the chairman of Speedway Motorsports Incorporated. There are eight chapters across the country, one of each of his tracks that he has. Our mission, bottom line, is to help kids in need. So... um, This is just a really exciting day for us. Um, Since our inception, we've been able to help raise over $450,000 that has impacted 88,000 children across New England. So we're excited about that, but looking forward to doing even more. Um, And this day would not be possible for some very, very key people. I definitely wanted to give a shout out to Mark Hahn, who is the president of Victory Motorsports Marketing. Smitty, who is the actual builder of the Children's Dream Racer, is based in Charlotte. He's worked on NASCAR teams for over 30 years, and in his retirement is building the Children's Dream Racer for the world to have. And now we got to see this thing. Okay, why don't we count three, two, one. Our uh, aspiring race driver, Jacob, who's our first model in there. And uh, the the car is equipped to have uh, authentic video games from racing uh, in them as well. But they can also watch a movie or even listen to streaming music. And the great news is that we're not only able to provide uh, a Dream Racer here for the Manchester location, um, but uh, we have also put one 70 miles north um, at the uh, Lebanon uh, Chad facilities. Uh, so what do you think, Jacob? You want to come up and talk for a minute? All right. He said, "Yeah." <laughs> He's getting out of the seat belts, ladies and gentlemen. He's coming into victory lane. He is now your race winner. Jacob stepping up, and uh, I tell you, I watched you pass Danica Patrick on the inside. there. I thought it was impressive that you did it. And uh, you know, Jeff Gordon wasn't much bigger than you when he started uh, racing uh, in Cup, I think. So, uh, what do you think about the new car, Jacob? I think it's good, but um. Really like NASCAR. My dad has a lot of NASCAR stuff. It's like a man town downstairs in my basement. I'm Jessica LaPro. I'm the manager for the Child Life Program. And what we do is make sure that there's a focus on the whole child while they are receiving medical treatment. And what we really wanna do is make sure that the kid
0: part of kids is being treated as well. And things like the Dream Racer really allow us to be able to do that.
3: Uh, We've never had anything like this and we've been really working on making the waiting room much more interactive for kids and families while they're waiting and also in between appointments. And this is a fantastic addition
0: It's important. Some of our children are here for four, five, even six hours. And we need to try to keep them busy, but make sure that they're enjoying
3: the environment. Um, There's some long procedures. Sometimes they have to come in and out of a
0: procedure room. So we're able to bring them out here, have a fun environment for them, and that car is fun.
1: (laughs) We're just very grateful for the community support
3: that we get from all of the uh, businesses in the community who give us so much.
1: And certainly, you know, the the Speedway Charities and what they do, not only for Dartmouth-Hitchcock, but for children everywhere. Um, We're very, very blessed to have them in the state. And uh, I live close by the Speedway, so they're a good neighbor.
0: So that was a lot of fun. Um, so is there um, anything that you would like to add more about um, the? Uh, Hi, whoops. I'm Carol Majewski, and I'm the associate. Hold one second. Anything that you would like to add more about the um, the, the Dream Racer and other stories that you might want to share about um, other children that have really been excited about um, enjoying the the racer and, you know, during their hospital stay?
2: Well, uh, I certainly didn't do this by myself.
0: Uh,
2: yeah. Like I say, my doctor had a lot of input on the, the building of the car and what it needed to accommodate sick kids. And, uh, we left the right side of the car out, uh, A child can roll up next to it in his wheelchair and and bail right off of the wheelchair into the dream racer. Uh, it's on casters with brakes so they can roll it anywhere in the hospital. And it's 27, 28 inches wide. So it'll fit through any doorway, uh, just a lot, every car for the first 10 years, uh, every car was better than the, than yesterday's car. Uh, so we, we've got it down now and, and we built a, a really nice, super upholstered seat car that, and it's a tool. Uh, it's a toy and it's a tool. Nurses can, can put a child in there while they're taking their treatments and they're happy to sit there and do the deal by themselves. freeze the nurse up to, to do something else to be with another child. Uh, But like I say, other people that helped me is Dennis Harton, a really good friend of the Dream Racer has went out of his way for years to uh, to help place him talk to people. Uh, He introduced us to uh, the National Association for Healthcare Underwriters. They've placed, I think it's around 16 dream racers now, uh, and more to come. So Dennis Harton also, also G-Force racing gear, uh, donates the, uh, the safety harness, the wind and nets, the roll bar padding, uh, a very good worldwide company, uh, Brown and Miller racing solutions. They donate the the tubing for the chassis and the roll bars, and they do the bending for it for free. And they're happy to do that. So they that company has helped help sick kids all over the country. And you can't take them enough. Yeah. You know? So what else do you want to know?
0: Well, um, for people that might want to Um, support your um, effort to get more of the racers out to um, children and the hospitals that are across the country Um, how would they be able to do that
2: well uh, our website is childrensdreamracer.com you can go to YouTube and and type in children's dream racer and see a lot of videos uh, presentations and Different activities we've done with the Dream Racer. Uh, phone number 247 is 704 200 8566. So, what we need is donors. Uh, many times, uh, people would love to do it, can't do it by themselves, but companies, corporations, clubs, groups, motorcycle clubs, uh, individuals as well, place them. Sometimes uh, there's one or two sponsors for the car and sometimes there's 25.
0: So so you uh, had mentioned that um, when someone sponsors, they get their name on it for life. Um, So uh, do you wanna talk a little bit more about um, how that works?
2: Sure. When they donate a Dream Racer, they, it comes in their colors, their logos, their graphics, their advertising, and they choose the hospital it goes to. Uh, and we never take the decals off. We never change the advertising on the car, the names on the car the logos. That's Lifetime. The so local Ford dealer or the local Harley Davidson uh, dealership Places a dream racer. Uh, every time somebody walks in that hospital and say, "Oh, Chili Harley Davidson placed that," you know, or or Mooresville Ford and Russellville Chevrolet or something, you know, uh, <clears throat> just uh, they always they always know that, that that person or that company is giving back.
0: Yep. And that's, that's what's important because it is for the kids. So um, definitely, um, I'll also include some information in case you're listening to this on the broadcast um, or on the podcast and you're not able to write down the information in the box above the podcast or even above the, uh, the YouTube channel. I'll have information uh, written in there so that way you guys can, um, whoever's listening, can uh, reach back out to support um, the efforts of the dream racer and also reach back out to me because as a thank you for listening to this um, we'll be able to send you a free uh, travel tips pdf Um, and that way you'll be getting um, an additional gift um, as a way of saying thank you for um, listening to the podcast. and also for just, you know, spreading the message about what the racers are doing for everyone else. So anything else that you'd like to share, Smitty?
2: Well, just that, uh, really appreciate, uh, any, any donors, uh, that like to place one, uh, uh like I say, uh, the groups is the deal, uh, many chapters of the, of the healthcare association underwriters, uh, you know, they may have 25 logos on the car. Uh, some, some cases just two or three, but, uh, it's all about the kids. And, uh, we, we spend 165 hours building a car. We buy, uh, four by eight sheets of sheet metal and sticks around tubing and we bend it, shape it, form it, cut it, weld it and build a race car. And, uh, kids just love it
0: uh, and I think you mentioned that each car is around ten thousand uh, dollars to create
2: they're exactly ten thousand dollars and five hundred dollars of the ten thousand goes towards shipping cost so they're actually 9500 and the 500 is for shipping or delivering or building a crate or <laughs> goes towards shipping
0: yep we can understand that because uh, it's it's pretty sturdy and it's, uh, it's remarkable. So um, thank you so much for being on um, the Jay Cooper Travels podcast and YouTube channel. And I look forward to hearing more stories about where the cars are being placed. Uh, because again, um, everyone knows that I'm in the travel space and Smitty's happens to be down in the North Carolina area. And there's some wonderful both beaches and mountains that you can go and travel and enjoy and explore. So thank you so much, Smitty, for being on. Um, I look forward to talking with you again.
2: Well, thank you very much and uh, good luck with with the travel agency. Uh, I I hope you'll get a lot of of visitors going to Mexico.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.